If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. All right, time for picks. Horse racing plays from Express Bet Handicapper Jeff Siegel, both from Santa Anita. Sixth race, he likes the two. Whiskey Blue at four to one. Seventh race, he likes the one. First piece, four to one. Bet these races and more at First Bet. Beeson's preferred horse racing app. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up today. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. With wagering on more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. VEASAN.com slash horses. VEASAN.com slash horses. Good hour coming up. Win some, lose some. We'll recap what took place last night on Thursday Night Football in about 15 minutes. Chuck Edel with his best bets for the weekend in 30 minutes. And then our in-pocket plays a close-up shop. So the Sunday night game. I'm looking at books right now across Las Vegas. And for the most part, it's a pick between the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. I do see the Chiefs favored by one at a couple of different books. Uh-huh. But I'm looking beyond Las Vegas across the country. DraftKings actually has Tampa Bay favored by a point now. Yeah, I bet Kansas City earlier in the week, and I got a bad number. And uh, this is going to come back to bite me here, maybe. But I can't believe I'm saying this. But with a Tom Brady team, I have to see it before I buy in with Tampa. Because they continue to struggle so much. They have more turnovers than offensive touchdowns. Think about that for a second. Yeah, think about that with Tom Brady. So defense has been great, under machine so far, top 10 run defense. KC can forget about that, running the ball on him. But now you're getting Evans back. Julio, <laughs> Julio should play. Well, okay. 
And, and, and who knows about Godwin, but this... Let me, let me run this down for you completely for the Buccaneers. Rashad Perryman did not practice Thursday, hamstring. He was also out on Wednesday. Russell Gage remained limited. Is he going to go? Yeah, God. Limited, I guess, is a good sign, and he was a factor last week for the Buccaneers, although they lost. Godwin did not practice. It was listed as rest, so that doesn't necessarily mean that he can't go, but he didn't go yesterday overall. Julio Jones was limited on Thursday. That's now back-to-back limited for Julio, but that's been the story of pretty much his entire career, so, again, is it going to be Evans and Cole Beasley? Are we going to get to Sunday night? It's like, look at this now, the inactives. Here you go again. He's not going to have guys to throw yeah, the ball to. Certainly possible. Right. Well, how concerned were you with what happened in Indy for the, for the Chiefs? Well, they should have won the game. I mean, they had the ball inside the Colts' 40-yard line and much deeper than that. Four times, three points. Yeah. Total of three points. And then they handed them seven at the start of the game. Still should have won. Right. And then, the, you know, I, I think that was good. But the back and forth and the, the stuff with Bien-Ami, uh, you know, they're fine. But what was going on there with Mahomes? But this is... I would say this. I don't think it's going to look pretty for the Chiefs' offense in this game. Okay. I bet the under 47.5 yeah. last week when they opened up. Good move. And uh, I just... This Buccaneers defense is absolutely legit. Again, you said you can't run the ball. I don't trust these running backs or the old line to open up anything and get anything going on the ground in this game. And also, this could be a spot where the Buccaneers, remember what Tyreek Hill did to them a couple years ago on the road when he had like 200 yards in the first quarter. Buccaneers got revenge in the yep. Super Bowl. I, I know that, but a regular season game, like this is going to be a spot. And I don't, you know, Mahomes will have games still, a lot of them, where it's going to be, oh man, this guy is humming. He's going to be the MVP, throws for 350 and four touchdowns. But there will be other parts that it's going to look maybe a little bit like last year. It's like, ah, Mahomes only has 228 and uh, he hasn't thrown a pass. That could be this game against the Buccaneers because it is such a good defense. You saw them against, uh, well, so far, they've played, what, Rodgers and Dak Prescott, and those offenses did nothing in the two games? I don't, I'm not going to be surprised if this is uh, a tough spot for the Chiefs in the game. I will give you this. Yep. Tom Brady, 7-2 and two straight up and ATS after a loss with the Buccaneers. Overall in his career, when he is listed as an underdog after a loss, 13 and 3 straight up and 15 and 1 ATS in his career. As a dog after a loss. I noticed that on Twitter uh, from Evan Abrams again. Incredible. Yep. This is such a tough week. I mean, now what do you want to do with the Lions game? I have no opinion on the Tennessee indie game. As you said at the start of this week, there are 13 games this week. We already had one. 13 games where a team's laying four or fewer. Think about that. So this is oh I have careful. a lot yeah last week we had nine home dogs week one you had ten what ten home dogs Can I, and now okay. you got this where all the point spreads are like two or three four let me let me bring this up too it's a it's a conversation I had yesterday off the air with uh, John Goulet here at Vison and also Dustin our uh, producer and I know you said on the air that you love a game in the NFL like you loved the Bears game a couple of years ago and I'm not throwing you under the bus for that yeah, but you, yeah. you know whatever it yeah. didn't happen to get there but that's that doesn't matter yeah. how often do you really love a game in the NFL. I mean, in this league where numbers are so tight, I mean, it's just like, I don't, I mean. Aside? Aside. Aside in a game. Yeah. When you, because you can love a game in college all the time. I mean, especially early on in the season. Again, you're, and you're loving the number more than anything else or a spot. In the NFL, to love a game, I can't remember the last time I loved a game in the NFL. It It, might go back to when I was an actual fan of the Minnesota Vikings and I knew them. Because you watch oh, inside every, and out. You knew them inside and out. Mm. You listen to the call-in shows. You listen to the post game. 
You, you read everything that every beat writers report on them. You knew that they sucked on grass outside. You knew they were awesome yes. at home. I mean, yes. it, was just, it was down every time they played a good team on the road. Housed. They play the Rams and Warner. They would go to the, Tampa. They could never win at Tampa. Yep. It was so much like that. Uh, but that that's a fair point. And a good question. I mean, you can really like a game, but to me, just like go all out and just yeah, all week long. Oh, this is absolutely it's tough. I mean, because this sport is just you have to basically predict the blowout, Paul. Remember, you always had that angle when Tampa Bay was in the elements. Was it forty uh, degrees uh, until they when it was it, under forty degrees? Yeah, they, they couldn't win a game. And they won at Vet Philadelphia, I think, in the NFC title game. Won, won a game at Lambeau once, oh. but that that went on for a long time. Oh, there are certainly. I mean, the green, the Green Bay spot going all the way back to Brett Favre going to Minnesota. Yep. It's been a it's been a nightmare for that team. Yep. So, but it's it's to that point. I mean, like all these games that are within four points. I mean, you could and our, as our conversation went, like if you really listen to, you could hear one person make the side for the Colts, and it makes sense, and the other person could make the side for the Titans. You're like, yeah, okay, both of those. I could see either side happening. Tough. Yeah. How about how about uh, weekly props or any props that you like too? We just did. Uh, we kicked around highest scoring game. How about lowest scoring game? And, and you also have the teams that they put up well, every week too. Okay. Well, well, I mean, that's lowest scoring game. Oh, Bears Giants. What is yeah, that? Minus yeah, that's three dollars. Five to one. That's the favorite, right? Hmm. How about Cardinals Panthers at ten to one? Panthers can't do much on yeah. offense at all. And I know it's a road spot for the Cardinals, and they've been better there. But that that offense is not exactly humming either. What would be the game that would uh, shock you if it was the lowest scoring? We've had plenty of uh, surprises already in terms with this prop. Even with, with the Colts were fifty to one to score the fewest points the week they were shut. Yeah, out. boy, uh, I'll tell you, would it be Jacksonville and Philly? The one that I can't see getting there with high odds. Yeah, probably. Okay, that's only fourteen to one. I'd need more than that. Well, um, T- Tampa's been right there. I was going to say they had a nineteen to three that cashed in the Sunday night game. They had the fourteen to twelve. I'd be and looking it, it, at it was three three with ten minutes left week two against New Orleans. So yeah. I, that that one caught my eye. Chiefs Buccaneers twelve to one. How about Commanders Cowboys ten to one? I can get on board with that. The way that this defense is playing right now, yeah. And again, Rush has been good, but are they going to go out there and score thirty eight against the Commanders? I'll take my chances on the no with that. That is a good prop. That's excellent. Now, how about teams? So we have highest scoring games, lowest scoring games. How about individual teams? And this has changed now because of the swift injury and who knows with St. Brown. But the Lions and Bills were both plus 750 for highest scoring team. Well, that makes sense. Now, now will the Lions win the game, though? That's something else yet. Can Geno Cook, can Geno go wild? Mm-hmm. They're 28 to 1. So they have to win the game outright. Uh huh. And it would have to be a high scoring game. And it's your. It's one of the top, yeah, it's the favorite. That would be high-scoring game. Can both those things happen? I think right it can there. absolutely be a high-scoring game. And then can they outscore the Lions in a shootout? Can they win that game? Like, how many points do you think this week it's going to take? Because that Bills-Ravens game could be just bonkers. Well, these are, these are great props. If the, can, right. the, can the Seahawks score 35? Is there a scenario where that yes. happens? There is, yes. Okay, well, then they're in play. Yeah. How about the Chargers? Uh, Houston's defense. Yeah, yeah, I had to go back and look at some numbers. Not and it's not okay. great. Yeah, that's uh, fourteen to one. Cl- where's Cleveland? Cleveland's twelve. Good enough. Want more? Brissett's been great. Chubb, Cooper. Mm, that, I Atlanta think Atlanta couldn't mean, stop Geno Smith. Well, I always want a little bit more, but twelve to one would be yeah. intriguing because again, that the, the Falcons games, by the way, have been super high scoring so far. The Browns' offense is absolutely a machine at this point. I can't imagine. I mean. 
Are the Falcons going to be able to slow down Chubb and Hunt, and then that's going to open it up for Brissett even more? Um, and with the, I think that that to me again, that's a game that I that total to me is going the other way. Mm. I don't get it. Big tickets every week cash with these props. Lowest scoring team, New England's the favorite. Jets eleven to one. Washington, Houston fifteen to one. Tennessee's twelve. If you want a long shot, Colts. Yeah, Colts, Ravens, Atlanta in the 30 to 35 to 1 range. Chargers and Vikings 40 to 1. Could the Vikings be there? Team to score the fewest. Lowest scoring team. Uh Saints defense has been really, really good. Again, that game against the Buccaneers, Tampa Bay had three points late in the fourth quarter before it got all wonky. Yeah, yeah. And uh, look, I mean, are you going to be surprised if that secondary can pick off Kirk Cousins three times? Yeah, Dustin, if you guys have it, you can put, I think you might get something too for passing yards too. Because I took a slice with Geno at 100 to 1. With with these games, who who's with the blowout factor? I mean, with the most passing yards on Sunday, mm. Allen, your favorite. There's Carr. Wentz is twenty eight to one. Matty Ice twenty five. Lawrence, they could be getting blown out and throwing the entire second half, twenty two to one. I brought that up with the Winston angle, although I don't know if he plays. And you got Murray Wilson, twenty two to one as well. Hurts eighteen to one. Yeah, wow. At two fifty and wow. a half a couple I, I, weeks ago, I might like Lawrence twenty two to one even more. Yeah. You're predicting game flow. Eagles have been so good in the first half, averaging 24 points a game, and they just abandoned the run, and Lawrence has got to fire it the entire time. Yeah. And but, it's got but, a pretty high yeah. total, too. But how, okay. kook, how kooky was last week, right? Allen got there as the favorite for passing, but you had Herbert who led in rushing, and Smith led in receiving. Herbert was, I don't even, he, there's no way he was offered last week. He was part of the field. field. Yeah. Uh, win some, lose some is coming up next. We'll recap the betting action and take a peek at what took place on Thursday night football. Coming up here on Follow the Money. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. 
And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win some, lose some, presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Bacardi Spiced Rum, blended with natural flavors and spices for a bold yet smooth taste. Please drink responsibly. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Peekaboo, remember this prop? Last undefeated team. Cash it. Eagles, 15-1. to 1. Wow. That comes in. Now, is that official? Yeah. Because what if they lose this weekend? They Down. lose during the same week. They, care. they graded it. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's true. Yeah. Miami goes down yesterday. Bengals one and a half up to four. One by 12. It was hairy there for a while. Bengals win between seven and 12 points, four to one. Mixon first touchdown, four to one. Missed extra point, plus 250. That's another thing. McDaniel passed on a fourth and one to try a 52-yard field goal, which was blocked. Yeah. What was going on with this I don't. I don't know. Come on, I, And I know McPherson made that, but a 57-yarder. That's risky, too. I know. Ooh. Right. Cubbies, get out the broom. Cubs plus 160. Does anybody want this final wild card of the National League? Cubs 6-0 against the Phillies this year. No, the answer is no. Right. This is what happened with the Brewers last night. Yep. In Quantrill, in the Guardians. Did you know the Guardians are 15-1 in the last 16 starts by Quantrill? Oh, I do now. How about that? Where was that two weeks ago? No, two, ki- two months yeah, ago, you. actually. I know, you're right. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com. VEASAN Pro, our radio and podcast friends. Life is fun. Life is this easy, right? Look at the elephant under the waterfall, look, taking a bath. Look at his face. I'm loving it. Yeah, there he is. Sure. Walking right, zooming in on him. That is awesome video. Look at him. You imagine? The trunk up. Yeah, this feels good. Yeah. You're, you're on like a safari. Oh, yeah. Check it out, nature. Could be, Could be fake. I'm... Yeah. You know what? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not going to play spoiler. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be Mr. Negative today. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to yeah. go with that's real. All right. Even if it's not, and I sound like a dummy. I uh, want it to be real. Yeah. So How do you is. get down there? Who knows? But that's uh, right. Yeah, that, that, that's excellent right there. Two great dog videos. This is how the guy gets around. Look at the guy on the skateboard. 
got the, the two dogs, I think they're pit bulls, and he just hangs on. As he's on the skateboard, he hangs on to the dogs, and they just pull him. Fly away, Superman. There you go. Look at that. That's how he gets around. No problem. <laughs> what Uber? I don't need the bus. I got my pit bulls there. There they are. Good boy. Just hang on to the handkerchiefs and the jersey. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Bills. Yeah. yeah, Bills fan. That's how you get to the tailgate. No problem. I like it. Yep. And this is uh, coming in hot here. The dog wants to gut off the couch and hang out. But then his buddy walks by, bad timing, the Rottweiler, and boom, oh, takes him off. Oh, body guys. slammed. Uh, look at his face. It's a super, mosh pit. Super slow-mo. He's okay, right? Yeah, he's on the jumping from the couch, and the other guy comes in at the last <laughs> second. It is a mosh pit. Oh, you hate to see that. Uh, BYU won last night, but there was another game moved up South Carolina. Bad for the books. 39-and-a-half up to 40-and-a-half. They won by 40. Lands 40. Can you believe that? Of course it does. That is nuts. One bad beat. You mentioned it. The Brewers eighty. They led 2-0 in the eighth. Grand slam by Garcia. Miami beats Milwaukee. Four to two. Philly stay ahead of the Brewers. Win some loose represented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Please drink responsibly. There you have it. Mm. And uh, a little hairy there for a while, uh, but the Bengals pull it out. Burrow getting a chase, getting there late. I can't believe uh, leaving Howard on an island when he was compromised and the long touchdown there as well. But just some of the weird coaching, kicking field goals from the one. And I cannot believe the Bengals kicked there. Uh, and then McDaniel did it twice too. And then. Uh, four, what, fourth and one tries the field goal and it was blocked as well. Um, but the other story certainly is, like you said at the top of the show, I mean, how do you come in and talk about the game? I mean, you have to mention Tua and what, what they did to the poor kid. And who knows? Something that could change his career. I mean, it, it is ugly to get two concussions in four days. And this doctor who pointed it out, uh, Nowinski, if, before the game, if Tua takes the field tonight, it's a massive step, step back for concussion care in the NFL. If he has a second concussion that destroys his season or career, everyone involved will be sued and lose their jobs. We all saw what happened Sunday. Even they must know that it isn't right. And that was also, everyone couldn't wait to put that up too. But we, yeah, I watched the game. I'm like, there's no way he comes back. And the hit he took against Buffalo, he, he sh- he's shaking his head because he's clearly concussed. And he's try- he stands up and he fa- immediately falls down, like walking like a toddler. It's, it's a disgrace. I forgot about this. Miami has a history. And the doctor also tweeted out, remember what they did to Matt Moore in 2017 in the playoffs to the Steelers. He was hit in the head, couldn't stand up for two minutes, and missed one play. But he's also going after the organization, and he's going after McDaniel. Because when we played the cut, too, McDaniel said, uh, you know, he doesn't have anything more that's more serious than a concussion. And the doctor says it's a traumatic brain injury, it's pretty high on the list of serious medical consequences of playing football. And, and now the NFLPA is going to use every legal option to investigate the controversy and the fact that he just had one. And we, we thought he had one on Sunday and the guy's allowed to play four days later and he gets another one. Right. And again, if you go back and watch the video originally where Tua was hurt against the Bills last week, not once did he ever go to the back. Not once. Yeah, and you could tell with how hard he was slammed to the ground. Like, yeah, probably not a back injury. I don't know where you guys are getting that from. Not only did they allow him back into the game, but then yeah. a, a short rest, it's like, okay, okay, you were going to be good to go. And then probably a back-to-back concussion situation for him, which is just, and uh, as that oh, neurologist so pointed out, I mean, that's going to be, who knows what that means for him long-term uh, or short-term for that matter. Other players who used to play in the league, Shannon Sharp, of course, he was very displeased last night, said he never should have been out there. 
No. Sometimes players need protecting from themselves. Dolphins failed Tua. And there's also this. I mean, should we be should we be that shocked that the Miami Dolphins are the organization that actually allowed this to happen? When you go, I mean, this is a team that tried to work a backdoor deal with Tom Brady and Sean Payton, and how they treated Flores as the head coach. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, the writing is on the wall here from ownership all the way down. I mean, it's just scummy what's happening with Miami going back to those years and now into what happened last night yet again. Bad job by that team. And the again, this is going to be a horrible job by Amazon, too. Horrible. I cannot believe what happened at halftime. Tony Gonzalez, you should be ashamed of yourself. It's a part of the game. We understand that. Uh, no, we don't. We've done movies about this and billion-dollar settlements. No. It took them for, for how long to acknowledge this? God forbid what went on in the 80s and 90s. Just go yeah, rub some dirt on it. Rub it, Dustin. You're good. Get back out there. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's the warrior mentality. I'll be fine. Uh, but it, Richard Sherman, after what he said six years ago, garbage football. You, the risk of injury is so high now from Sunday to Thursday. Says nothing. Michaels, Said nothing. Michaels and Herb Street don't mention it till, till the fourth quarter. Yeah. Mike Pritchard played nine years in the league. Never seen that before. Well, I don't. Never I mean, seen that with the fingers and the, and the uh, what do you call it? Fencing. Uh, the, the fencing. Uh, we, we had it last year on the Thursday night game with the Chargers, where the tight end is out like this. Right. Right. Hit his head on, on, the, on the turf. Well, as I but, said earlier, and to me, it was so obvious. That when it happened in real time, I'm looking at Tua's thumb. And I didn't originally see the fingers, but I'm like, that does not look right. That's a person, that's, his thumb was going like that. It was like a reverse banana almost. And then so they stuck it on, uh, they, they kept with the shot, and they come back from the break, and poor Tua's on the ground throughout the entire commercial break. They come back, they don't even have him off the field. They zoom in again to the fingers, and as I tried to do earlier in the show, you, if you use your other hand, to try to, to try to move your fingers in the position that Tua had them in after he went down, you can't do it. Like the index finger and the middle finger and the thumb, you cannot physically make that happen by force. And yet here he is out, and his hand is doing this crazy thing. And it's like, let's keep the shot on it, huh? Let's, let's really get in there. Let's zoom in a little bit deeper to see what else we can find here with Tua. And they finally realize, oh, you know what? Probably not the best idea. Now what happens next? I don't know. Uh, who knows how long he can when, be out. I, I know. I, when does he come back? Teddy played well when he was in there. I, the interception was miscommunication. He did. He's he had got a good, he's got a good deep field. ball. Yeah. It hit, hit Hill on the long one, but I know that's... Yeah, it, 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 it is. I mean, very difficult because you have to acknowledge exactly what happened last night. Now, from a, moving, how about moving forward for the Bengals? They were no great shakes in that game. And that offense well, continues to struggle. Well, it's easy to stop someone when you know they're going to run it every time on first down. How about that? And you can't run the ball. That's the other thing. Uh, this has got to stop. I, you know, Again, I, that's a McVay disciple, though. Throw the ball on first down. You will Don't hear, be so predictable. Right, and you will, you will hear from people, well, Zach, Zach Taylor, good coach, made it to the Super Bowl. That means nothing to me. I don't, I don't, Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl. Is he a good coach? The answer is unequivocally no. Uh, Zach Taylor, you absolutely need to start questioning this guy. And they wanted a magical run, I get it. But the play calling was, you you cannot continue to do that on first down every single time. There are no holes. People want to, you know, quickly jump to Mixon and say the guy shot. Well, okay, how about you? How about you get behind an offensive line that can't give you an inch to breathe? How are you going to look? I, Barry Sanders had, yep. he's the best running back I've ever seen. And a lot of times he'd be thrown for a two-yard loss because as soon as he got the ball, there was three guys in his face. What are you supposed to do at that point? So the running game is non-existent for the most part. 
And uh, that, I tell you, though, the combination of Chase and Higgins is just phenomenal. And Higgins is, if Chase is the primary, Higgins is like this close to him. He's barely 1B. Higgins, Packers could have had him in the draft. Yeah, I like the tight end. I like the tight end. I like the wide receivers, right? Yeah. Absolutely. But the, the defense is good, and now they're playing a lot of unders. Now they're under got there last night for the Bengals. How about that run that they're on? They're catching three and a half against the Ravens next week. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Chuck yeah. Edel, professional sports better, on the program next. He'll get his three best bets, either college or the NFL. Coming up here and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, including blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. And just this week, DraftKings paid out some huge wins. A player bet $1.25 and won 37000 on Golden Ox. Another player bet $10 and won 40000 on Triple Red Hot 7s. Download the DraftKings Casino app today. New customers can have their choice of either a deposit bonus up to $2,000 or $50 in free credits. When you deposit $25 signing up, download the app and use VEASAN as your code to claim this offer. Code VEASAN must be 21casino.draftkings.com for full details. Steve Geller works for WWL in New Orleans, and he's in London. And on the practice field, no Winston again. Says all okay. signs point to Dalton and no Thomas for the third straight workout. Oh, boy. And that, hence Minnesota at three now, pretty much yeah. everywhere, right? Yeah. Okay, so if he's not going to go again today, then he, that he's right. I mean, that right. Oh, it's going to be Dalton. It has to be Dalton at this point. Yes. What, in fact, what, what if he magically gets better tomorrow? What's the point? So he even practice this week. Sure. We got to stick with because he did here. look good last week. I, I give him a break for last week because he wasn't healthy in the back. But but again, you're getting shut out uh, yeah. into the fourth quarter. So. That's good uh, Good info there. All right, Chuck Edel time. Here we go. And check it out tonight with Matt Humans, the Friday football betting invitational. Chuck is your leader, and he joins us every Friday during the football season. How you doing, sir? Hey, good, good. Uh, I don't know if there's a big drop-off with Winston and Dalton, is there? Yeah. No, not really. Yeah, I'm with you. I know. Uh, they lead the I league mean, in turnovers, so they, come on. What was that? Yeah, yeah. Thomas is a big injury, the wide receiver. Right. But, uh, you know, the way – and, you know, because Winston's been playing injured and uh, – you know, when he's healthy, maybe there's a little bit of a drop off. But the way Winston's been playing with a bad with his injured back, I don't know if there's much of a drop off with Dalton. Nice job again last week. Two easy winners with your college totals. Guess what? We're going again. Uh, five games tonight, by the way, in college football. You're on a total. Tell us what you like. Yeah, I've actually got a couple totals going on here tonight. Uh, the first one is the uh, Tulane Houston game, and uh, you know a lot. Uh, a lot. I think the number's a little a, a tad bit short here. On the total, a lot has been talked about this Tulane defense, uh, how well they've played, and uh, and they have improved. But you know, this is a Tulane defense who gave up 34 points a game last year, and like I said, while they are improved on that side of the ball, their defensive stats, I believe, are a little flawed. They gave up uh, 10 points to UMass this year. Now UMass averages 10 points a game. That's not too much of a high-powered offense. They shut out a very weak Elkhorn State team. And then the, the big feather in the cap, they did hold Kansas State to 10 points. But uh, a lot of people, when they look at the box, they don't realize it was an extremely windy day. It was really hard to throw the ball that day. And that also kind of helped uh, with the, uh, the low-scoring game. Uh, they are coming off a 27-24 loss last week to Southern Miss. 
uh, in a game which Tulane offensively did very well and uh, had, had a lot of mistakes uh, on that side of the ball. But uh, their offense brings back nine starters. They've averaged 6.2 points a game. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. And uh, now they're going to face a Houston team who on defense is allowed 35.8 points a game. They lost their best pass rusher, uh, I believe it was last week, to a torn bicep. Two weeks ago, Houston gave up 48 points to Kansas. Last week against a, a weaker Rice team, they gave up 424 yards. Um, now this will be the best offense that – Tulane is faced in Houston. They, their offense has played well, 32.8 points a game, 5.78 yards per play. And that's been against a pretty good schedule, Texas San Antonio, Texas Tech, Kansas, and then, of course, the game last week against Rice. Uh, they have seven starters back on, on offense this year. Houston does with the quarterback Clayton Toon. Now, this is a, a team last year who, who these teams matched up. They put up 40 on this Tulane team in a 40-22 win. Uh, I believe that Tulane's offense and defense has improved a little bit, but at 54.5, which looks like what the number is, I thought it was a little low, and I like the game to go over the total. Okay, how about another college total that you like, please? All right, let's go uh, tonight again with the Middle Tennessee, uh, Texas, San Antonio. Um, <clears throat> week one when we did the, the show, I was I talked about this Middle Tennessee offense. Uh, we, we talked about how, how they brought in uh, Mitch Stewart, who was the offensive coordinator from Samford last year. He did an incredible job there. He likes to play fast. And they laid an egg in week one. They only put up seven points against James Madison. And I kind of sounded like an idiot when I was saying how good this offense is going to be. But, but uh, you know, since then, the offense has been cruising. The last three games, they have averaged 42.6 points a game. And uh, that includes last week when they put up 45 points in a big upset of Miami of Florida. And uh, that, that their talented quarterback, Cunningham, who's starting to get comfortable in the new offense, in that game against Miami of Florida, threw for 408 yards and three touchdowns. And uh, now they're going to play Texas San Antonio, another team who plays super fast. And uh, I like it when you get two fast teams on the field because uh, you're going to see some points. Texas San Antonio, they average 74.8 uh, plays a game, 37 points a game, 6.4 yards per play. Uh, and on the defense, it's basically the, uh, the the same. They give up 35 points a game, six yards per play. And uh, the game that stands out to me, this Texas San Antonio team, they played Army a few weeks back. Army team, who we know is not the most powerful offense. In that game, there was 998 yards. Mm. Army threw the ball in that game for 304 yards. Including those 304 yards, Army on the season is only thrown for 446 so now they're going to play a team who has a high-powered offense. And uh, like we talked about, through 408 yards to my, against Miami of Florida the last week. Uh, Texas, uh, they could score this Texas San Antonio team. They, they put up 41 in that Army game. They put up 35 points on the Houston team that we just talked about. And they also put up 408 yards of offense on the, on the Texas Longhorns. So it, it, I look at this game as a, as a track meet. I think both teams should be going up and down. The, uh, and I think it's going to be an entertaining game as well. I like that game to go over. Very good breakdown. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, professional sports better Chuck Edel, our guest. How about one in the NFL? And I brought this up a little bit earlier, and it remains the same the way it looks on the screen here, Chuck. Uh, most books in Las Vegas, they have Casey and Tampa at a pick 'em. Some books, it uh, looks like two, they actually have the Chiefs minus one. But across the country now, some books uh, in other jurisdictions, the Buccaneers are favored by a point. Who do you like in the game on Sunday night? Yeah, I think uh, when the game kicks off, Tampa will be the favorite. I do like Tampa in the game. 
Uh, obviously, with the hurricane situation going on in the Tampa area, uh, Tampa's been practicing in the Miami Dolphins facility all week, and I think they're going to be very focused for this game. I think they're going to be motivated to come home in Tampa, uh, what that area has gone through, and uh, and really be focused. You know, I'm not going to compare it to the, the situation, but you guys remember when the Saints came home after mm-hmm. Hurricane mm-hmm. Katrina when they played that game? I mean, it was magical. Listen, it's, this isn't going to be up to that caliber, but the focus, they're going to be motivated. And now that, you know, and now this Tampa comes in with the unbelievable defense that they've played for the, the first three games. They, uh, you know, last week they shut, they couldn't score, but they shut down Green Bay, only allowed 315 yards uh, after a little bit of a rough start. Their defense this year is only giving up nine points a game. And uh, so the defense hasn't been a problem. The offense has been a problem. And the reason the offense has been a problem is because they've been a mass unit. The good news is that left tackle Donovan Smith is practicing. Chris Godwin's practicing. Julio Jones is practicing. Now, I can't say 100% those guys are going to play, but they are practicing. I do expect to see them. Uh, they also get Mike Evans, their best wide receiver, back. He was suspended from that mm-hmm. the fight that he had against the Saints, so he's back this week. Meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, you know, Kansas City's offensive line has been horrible, and they're, they're in trouble against this Tampa defense. You know, Week two, Kansas City offense struggled even against the Chargers, only put up 319 uh, yards of offense. They did win the game. That was the game when the you know, Chargers were about to go up, I believe, two scores, and they picked, a, picked six for a touchdown, turned the whole game around. They gave up 400 yard, 401 yards of offense to that Chargers team. Um, you know, last week they struggled against Indy. Kansas City did only get uh, 315 yards. They they were uh, a little arguing again with each other. And uh, I, I really feel like Tampa, the much better team. You're at home. Very, they'll be very focused. They'll be motivated. And uh, at a pick, I'm going to go with Tampa here. Very good, sir. Stay hot, and we'll be watching you tonight. Good job. Thank, thank you, guys. Have a good one. Pro yeah, sports better, Chuck Edel. Follow him on Twitter at Chuck Edel, E-D-E-L. It is official. Dennis Allen confirmed a minute ago, wide receiver Michael Thomas is out Sunday against the Vikings. Okay. And uh, it's definitely trending that way for Jameis Winston as well. He is not, from what I'm seeing right now, he's not commented on that quite yet. But again, he's not out there missing practice yet again today. And uh, the Vikings, uh, let's see, Schefter tweet. Saints also believe it's doubtful that Jameis Winston's not going to go. Okay. Well, yeah, I could have told you that from 6,000 miles away. In fact, we were telling you that. <laughs> but uh, so Vikings now three pretty much everywhere, yeah? Yep. Okay. You said that you, like, you might like the Saints more with uh, Andy Dalton. Yeah. I, I, I don't well, know, I man. Don't either way. It, I don't think he turns it over. Either way, I like the Vikings, yeah. though. Yeah. Okay. Again, that 18-3-1 favorites straight up in the London game when uh, Jacksonville's not included. Good numbers. I believe is a number, yeah. They can we, they can't catch a break. They've never had a game where both teams have had a winning record. That's right. And now you send the Saints over there and now they have injuries. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Green Bay and the and the Giants next week. Does that qualify as a primetime game Sunday? Viking Saints? <laughs> yeah. It's no primetime, right? <laughs> Depends where you, where you are. Okay. All right. Uh <laughs> in pocket plays what we are betting this weekend. Coming up here and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He knows the quarterback was on coke if his girlfriend was not coke. These games are a burial, a blowout, a human lock. You can bet your children's, unborn children's children on these games. I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. Here we go. Time for our in-pocket plays. Recapping uh, what we had last night. A winner with uh, Jamar Chase over 71 and a half. No doubt about it, huh? Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't understand yeah. it. I mean, I feel guilty cashing that ticket today. Uh, Tongue-in-cheek. But uh, we're throwing to him. They, they were not, he, he was never part of the game plan. Yeah. And then they had to get the ball late. And then it was still like, okay, what do we do here? Do we try to... And I'm glad they took the shot, obviously, for the problem. But it actually made sense 
to try to take a shot deep and catch Miami off guard there because it was still up in the air for the overall overall result of the game in terms of who was going to win it. And uh, that resulted in another touchdown. But, uh, man, that was hairy. It was the, I think it was the right handicap, but I had the wrong player because T. Higgins was the guy. And the Dolphins put Howard on him quite what a bit. And it was just, man, it was stealing, stealing candy. He's hurt. And one-on-one coverage, that was simple. And now he's allowed four touchdowns on the year. You also mentioned how bad he's was. Yes, going into the game, I know. Okay, looking at uh, what we've added here for this weekend. Coming up, uh, six-point teaser. I am on the Cardinals, plus seven and a half. And the Rams on Monday night, plus seven and a half. And the Browns-Falcons over 47 now. Readily available at plenty of spots this morning in that game on Sunday. All right. There's some other, there's, okay, college plays that are pending. I bet these on Sunday, the openers, Washington minus one tonight. They're laying two and a half or three now. Since he Tulsa over has been weird. It was 58 and a half. I bet it there. Went to 61, I think, at some point. Now back to the original number. I think Chuck likes that over as well. Yeah, so that's strange. It went 58 and a half up to 61 and now back down again. I bet, I have a bad number here. I bet Wake plus four. They're catching six and a half now and Kansas plus three and a half against Iowa State on Saturday. All right, there you go. Uh, I'm going to be the same game here, uh, but I like the Browns and uh, support for Atlanta. The total opened 45 up to 47. Atlanta was a three-point dog now down to one. Uh, added rest for Cleveland. Atlanta back-to-back West Coast games. I know they stayed there as well, but you saw the success that Geno had in Seattle moving it on him on that defense, and Brissett's been great. Completing 74% of his passes, Chubb's been excellent, Cooper, back-to-back 100-yard receiving games, first Brown to do that in nine years since uh, Gordon. So I trust Stefanski and and the Browns here in the the offense. I think they'll get enough stops. The other thing, too, Atlanta, third-most turnovers in the league. So I will take the Browns, and uh, where are the points coming from in this Giants game? I mean, maybe the Bears could run all over them, but... It's It's not coming in the air. No, it's not. And all these guys out, shaky with the wide receiver position with the Giants, as Adam Chernoff said an hour ago. Giants, Bears under 39 and a half. In pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at betrivers.com. You want some updated numbers here? College football? This opened, um, was it, I think it was $3, and Brad Powers said it was, should, should have been 5 when it opened. Bama, Georgia, Ohio State to win the title or the field. Well, my guess is minus ten dollars. It's twelve. It's twelve dollars now. Oh, okay, I'm close. You got to risk twelve hundred to win a hundred. Okay, Re- remember what he told us yesterday. In his numbers, he has the drop off from those top yep. three teams to the next batch at least ten points. That could change. That could get higher after this weekend. Bama and Georgia minus one eighty five. Everyone else plus one sixty five. And you can have Bama against the field in the field minus two forty. You know that prop at the Westgate. They were offering before the season started was uh, will Alabama play Ohio State in the national title yes, game? Yes, very good. At last yeah. check, that was up to four to one. Mm. Where is Ohio State going to lose on the schedule? Assuming for a second they beat Michigan, which you can't assume, well, but let's I, say they I, do. I'd like to watch the game Saturday night, and then then I really be, give you a hundred percent. They're not going to lose. Yeah, but I want to see what Michigan looks like in Iowa, which has been a house of horrors for top five teams and top ten teams. And we've talked about Chris Felica had the tweet as well. But they also, uh, it was a close call against Maryland. They've looked good, but it has been an easy schedule. I mean, the, the Ohio State remaining schedule here, they're going to blow out Michigan State on the road. They get Iowa at home. Yeah. If that was on the road, it could be tricky because Iowa is always tricky. But they'll probably blow out Iowa. At Penn State, could be a little bit tricky. 
Um, at Maryland, maybe uh, a little tricky, but what's that? If that's good weather, what's that? T- it's going to be well, sixty-three to thirty-eight. They also can lose. I still think they get in. Assume it's not in, like the Big Ten title game. But yeah, very true. Uh, you know, Ohio State and Alabama are allowed to lose. I'll ask you who's going to be the other playoff team. I mean, because Pat Forty isn't there yet. Other, not confident in Clemson. Then who's going to get that? I I actually think a really good prop bet to put up at a sports book would be. Uh, the fourth playoff team, Pac-12 versus the field. They got a shot. I don't know if they can put that up right, right now, due to logistics or wording or whatever. Like, what would you take there? Would you take? The, would you take some? You get out, all of them. Get the entire Pac-12 for one playoff spot. Can any of them do this? They can. Yes. They really. They were really in business. Don't tease me, Paul. They really were in business if Utah won at Florida, because then you thought Utah USC. Okay, the winner just goes through, and then. Uh, uh, can get there undefeated. But that's Washington has a path. Big game tonight. Looking forward to that. Uh, you know what would be interesting? Not that it's going to happen. If Oregon runs the if table. If Oregon runs the table. Because then you might be putting them against Georgia. You're not going to why We know what happened. It was 49-3. Uh, to three. Oh, God, please. We can't have Georgia against Oregon in a semifinal. Oh, no. Uh, but No, we don't want that. Yeah, I'm not there with Clemson yet either. But that's intriguing when you looked at some. Tennessee, 10-1. to 1. Oklahoma State, 12-1. to 1. Michigan, 4-1. to 1. USC, 3-1. to 1. Way too low. Uh, the, the luck's going to run out. Utah twelve to one. Washington ten to one. Oklahoma thirteen to one. Minnesota nine to one. All at DraftKings odds to make the playoff. Actually, the biggest challenge for Ohio State in the Big Ten might be Minnesota in the Big Ten title game. It could turn out to be like that. Uh, better, actually, better chance to make it the Pac twelve or the Big Twelve. Pac twelve. You think so? Yes. I don't know, man. The yes. top of the Big Twelve is really good well, too. Pac twelve usually beats each other up. Uh, I think the Big Twelve is going to do that this year. Baylor already lost a game. Oklahoma, bad loss at home. What if Oklahoma State wins yeah, tomorrow? No. I don't think they're going to run the table, though. Well, could they get could in with one loss? Coming, but that's, I don't see that. You could? Oh, I no. could. I no. could see Oklahoma State getting in with one loss. Can you see Oklahoma getting in with one, uh, one loss? Uh, it depends how impressive they are. But that, that, that certainly happened before, too. What about Kansas runs the table? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think they were 200-1 to 1 to win the Big 12 I, at some spots. That's too low. Okay. They're like 30-1 yeah. to 1 right now. Yes. 30. And they have a spot coming up where they're uh, after this like, Iowa State. At one spot in the schedule very soon, I think. It's um, at Oklahoma, at Baylor, back-to-back. Can you imagine if we had the 12-team playoff this year? Well, the Sun Belt's alive and well. Oh, I Number know. Number one, I'll tell you that. But that would be oh, up for grabs. Absolutely. I thought about this last night. Um, It popped into my head. Forget Urban Meyer to, to Nebraska. Do you you know where Urban Meyer should go? And I can't, I think, and we're on in Denver. The show's on in Denver. Good morning. Why? Uh, what? No, Urban Meyer and Colorado should start to have talks. Why? Colorado. Why would Col- Colorado was a once proud tradition? Sure. He would go. He a could long go, time again, ago in a galaxy could, far, far away. It doesn't matter, Paul. This wow. guy could come to UNLV and they'd be an eleven-win uh, team every single year. That's a total. That's and a that's, big rebuild. And that, and that is a oh. that's a Pac-12 conference that we're talking about. With saying see you later to USC and UCLA, he would instantly give him two years. We're talking about that team might be the best program in the Pac-12. That's all the time the guy needs. Yeah. And Colorado won a national title. It's been it's been a long time. But they also played for the Pac-12 title game like five years ago. Who would say no? Why would why would Colorado say no to that? They'll never have a better coach ever that no. they could land. He'll say no to it. Well, he might. He yeah. might. But if they offered him enough money. Yep. Yep. Good day tonight. Fun night. Five college football games. Important baseball games. Does anyone want this third wild card in the National League? 
They all lost. Coming up today, the, the Phillies have a doubleheader. Oh, boy, if they can't beat the Nats. And, again, they just lost six in a row to the Cubbies. But uh, Cubbies are playing good ball. I think Thor's going in game two. How about Sandy? Sandy plus $1.55. Yeah, maybe worth a look against there. Against Burns, the way the Brewers are playing. All right, time now for the VSIN Pro Tip of the Hour, available for subscribers only at vsin.com. All right, long-standing trends and how this guy's all, he's on, come on, he's on an island all by himself. Tom Brady is 13-3 and straight up, 15-1 and ATS as an underdog after a loss. Think about that in his career. After a loss, you make him the dog, bam, it's been automatic pretty much for that guy. Uh, that's the pro tip of the hour. We do one every single hour on VSIN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're available for VSIN Pro subscribers only at vsin.com where you can sort them by sport and by show. Excellent job all week by the fellas behind the glass. Dustin, uh, our producer, and everybody else. Elliot, Andrew, Sergio, Mikhail, fellas, A-plus job this week. we got to do lunch sometime soon. We'll knock that out downtown Las Vegas sometime. Uh, but you're right, tonight's great. Bunch of college games. It's a multi, if it's not a sportsbook night, it's a multi-television night every single day this weekend because of the baseball on top of it. Mm-hmm. Go Mets. Bring it home. Good luck with your survivor. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to need it. It's tough this week. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.